Hello, everyone, and welcome to the New Success Coach Podcast. My name is Harshita, and I'm a marketing intern, and we will be launching an episode every few days regarding college admissions and your burning questions toward it. On today's episode, we have Harpal Uncle, who will be answering some questions I have regarding college admissions. So stay tuned. Okay, so recently I have been working on my resume as college applications are getting closer, and I've been really unsure on what to include in my resume. So this question has been bothering me for a long time, so I was wondering if you could answer it. And my question is, what do college admissions officers really expect you to put on their on your resume? So first thing is college admissions officers do not need a resume. It is typically when you are trying to communicate with professors or with um, somebody in the college or maybe even looking for a job, they want to see a resume. What's important to understand, Harshita, is that a academic resume is very different from a work resume. Typically, a work resume has things like, what do you aspire to do? Job, how long did you work? And um, details which are very work-specific. They're not as academic-specific. For example, in an academic resume, you put details about the honors classes you've taken the AP programs that you've taken, your GPA information, the extracurriculars you do in the school. Whereas in a work resume, the requirement is work, work, work. It's very little about extracurriculars. In fact, most of us put very little in the academic extracurricular section in a resume. So that's the first point of difference. But what I do ask all my students is to build a resume simply to to document what extracurriculars they've done. Uh, for example, if they worked in Model UN in the school, like you've been part of DECA in the school. You also have done some of the entrepreneurship programs in the past. Mm-hmm. Just having done the programs takes care of just two lines of the resume, academic resume. How did you inspire other students? What did, did you enroll new members in the club? Did you help somebody in the community to do a better job? That's the kind of self-advocacy you want to put in the resume. So the type of content that you put put in over there is extracurriculars, um, could be of clubs, could be religious, could be uh, uh, sports, could be competitions, could be even siblings, like taking care of a sibling at home. That uh, in itself is a very big thing. Mm -hmm. Taking care of a of a um, of a sick member of the house is considered a big part of your resume because that is part of your job. Now, a lot of people do um, people think about um, they ask me all the time that should I put my should I actually go and work at a Jamba Juice or someplace because I want to build it on my resume. That's not something which is very. Um, For the most part, it's not really needed, even though we all want to believe that schools want to see students who worked in the field. They rather see students who ace their tests. So to put it bluntly, as a student, you're expected to be doing phenomenally well in your academics and extracurriculars. Part of it because of some financial need of the house or your parents ready to pay a job at Jamba, which is not related to a history major that you're thinking of doing might not be as relevant. But maybe if you're thinking of business or customer service or communications, 
maybe there's a overlap, but think of it from that standpoint. Does that answer the question? Yes, that answers that answers my question. I have another follow up question. Um, so do college do uh, college admissions officers do they look for quality over quantity, quantity or quantity over quality? The big request is even though the common app allows you to put ten activities, and in fact the UC app allows you to put twenty activities. Mm-hmm. I am a big believer of quality over quantity. I don't want my students doing 10 activities like during the high school year. That's almost impossible to do, like to do well. You can obviously be a part of Model UN and Keys and Interact and DECA and all of those things, but you could not be hitting it out of the ballpark in all of those areas. So if in the some chance where you do land up um, having a lot of activities, I do ask students to turn it and reduce it. What's important to understand there, Ashita, is that um, when your application is being read by the college, Mm -hmm. they only have eight or nine minutes to read. There is a certain aspect to your brand that you want to communicate to the school, something that they will remember about you. And human memory is not as much as we think it is. We take ourselves a little too seriously. Where I'm going is, if they're going to write only three lines of summary about your personality at the end of reading it for nine minutes between two admissions officers, you almost need to know what they're going to write. Mm-hmm. If you write about 10 activities and 10 APs that you've done and uh, 10 honors that you achieved somewhere, you don't know what they will write about you. At best, they'll write something on the lines of what you thought. They're not going to hit out of the ballpark. So I like resumes to be a one-pager. I like them to be spiky. And I say spiky, meaning every word you write has to communicate something new about you. It has to either communicate something new or it can revalidate something you wrote above or it's a part of your essays somewhere. Remember how the extracurriculars are read. Mm-hmm. The admissions officers first read your transcript, then your um, activities. Then the, at the same time, there's somebody reading in parallel the recommendations and the essays, they both have to gel together. So your activities have to be in line with what you wrote in the resume so, or the re- recommendations or in your essays. Okay, that, that makes sense. I think there are different ways to portray yourself uh, on paper and even in person. For example, in interviews, um, for example, if a college admissions uh, officer asks you, um, what is like one really... Like what will college admissions officers ever ask you in person what extracurriculars you do or like how that has shaped your high school experience altogether? Usually when you go in in front of an admissions officer, I've had many of my students go and I actually prepare them for those interviews. It is like going, going for a stroll in a park. It's usually a very, it's a dialogue. It's not a monologue. It's not something which they're trying to throw at you to give you a curved one. I've never seen that kind of a question. What I have seen questions is you actually walk in with a resume. They read, they might see, for example, for you, they might see you've done a lot of work with entrepreneurship. So clearly you seem to like this. Uh, is there a, do you have an idea of where you want to go with this knowledge? I mean, do you want to do a startup? What kind of a startup maybe in the future? It's very lightheaded questions. They're not asking you very detailed questions. And if you do start giving a detailed answer, chances are they're going to zone out. 
Okay. So try to keep it casual or not casual, keep it formal, semi-formal discussion, but uh, they want to see your passion. See, the thing is what they can never get out of a document is passion. They can't see the way your hand movements happen. They don't see how you, uh, how your eyes move. So I recommend students to go for interviews all the time. Even if it's a Zoom interview, if it's an alumni interview, if it's an interview with a professor, you just cold call a professor, get one of those interviews there. I can bet you on this, especially if you write it in your application that you talk to John Doe professor mm-hmm. in there. The John Doe is going to get an email from the admissions officer saying, hey, seems like you had a Zoom call with this person. How do you feel about him, him or her? Okay, that makes sense. I think you've answered all my questions, and I look forward to asking you a couple more. Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm sure a better ending, but... No, I'm looking forward to being of help to you. Think about more questions, and we will, uh, you know, absolutely engage in more of these conversations. Sure. Cool. And that's a wrap on today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it and got some valuable information. Make sure to join us in our next episode and let us know if you have any questions regarding college admissions, which we can answer. Thanks for listening.